Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin. Jessica Turiziani is from a small town outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, USA. She is the only child in her family, but her mother always encouraged her to do whatever she felt like doing. So when she said she wanted to come to Taiwan, her mom didn't stop her. At first, Jessica was just going to come for a year and move on to China. But after some time in China, she knew she liked Taiwan more, so she settled back here. Little did she know that it would turn into four years now so far in Taiwan. But not only that, she got married here too, which for the life of her, she never thought that it was going to happen on this beautiful island. Now Jessica is an English teacher to little children, but also a yoga instructor to adults on the side. Last week, Jessica began telling us about something so Taiwanese that she's still finding it hard to adjust to, and that is the issue of saving face. She said that at work, she would always be very direct about something that she needed from her Taiwanese coworkers, but she realized that they don't necessarily take it the right way. Today, let's hear the rest of what she has to say about that. But then you were asking using English, right? Uh huh. But I feel that you know my maybe my tone of voice or the way I say something isn't always the best way to say it. So it was their their strange expressions on their faces that made you think that you weren't asking the right way. It's not so much what they said because they're always very polite because they don't want to you know they want to save face they don't want to embarrass me <laughs> whereas I'm the one that just came in bounding into the office saying I need this. Right now, I need it immediately, and they're just uh, 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 like. <laughs> so then, was it like a close colleague who eventually later on, like you know, after work, I, told you that if you could have worded it differently? I really? did kind of learn this over, like over after time. my first year here, or I would, you know, I would just get very upset about something, or you know, if something didn't go the way it was supposed to go, I would just, I get very frustrated. And I would express my frustrations, and people were like, "You, you, you shouldn't do that, you know. Th- like, you shouldn't do that here." It's, and I'm like, "Okay," but I'm learning that, yeah, things don't always go the way that they need to go. And but that that was something that was hard for me for a while really? when people wouldn't tell me that I did something wrong, or they won't tell me how they feel. Like they they tell someone else, and someone else will come and tell me. Ugh. That is something that. Took me a very long time to yeah. get used to. Well, did you ever get into conflict in this in that context with your husband? Because mm. he's Taiwanese. He, I'm just I'm just asking. He is Taiwanese, but he's spent some time in Australia. Uh, well, what is some time? So, like a year or two? Oh, a year. I believe oh, okay. it was a year. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not totally sure. So, he did his masters in Australia, uh-huh. but oh, sure, we have like our cultural differences, I guess. But I wouldn't say it's a huge. Problem. I wouldn't say it's a problem at all. Mm-hmm. It's just sometimes like he'll tell me something and I say, wow, that's that's different. Like I never would have thought that that is the way that you would do something because it's just such a a different thing. Like, at Can our, you give an example? Yes, I can. <laughs> Absolutely can. For our, our wedding, you know, I know like people would give us the hongbaos, like the, the red the envelopes. The red envelopes with money. Yeah, and I said, I said, okay, I'm going to go out and buy these thank you cards, like little note cards so we can write out thank you messages to everyone. And he's like, no, we don't, we don't do that. I was like, what? What do you mean you don't do that? <laughs> to, to me, 
my family, if they give us a gift and I don't send a card, they would be very offended and I would hear about it. So that is just something that it blew my mind that I don't have to write out a card. My mom made me write out thank you cards from the time that I could hold the pencil to say thank you for a gift. So it's just something that I've done forever. And I just think, oh, I, I don't have to write all these cards. I, I don't know what, what to do now. Oh, that is so interesting. Now, I'm assuming your parents were here for the wedding. They weren't. My oh. mom wasn't able to come. We, oh. we planned it quickly. We didn't wait a long time. We said, okay, we're going to get married next month. Uh-huh. And that's what we did. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> because we did it quickly because he is actually being sent overseas from oh. his job. They're sending him to the Middle East. Oh. And we wanted to get everything taken care of before he was sent away. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, how long is he going to be in in the Middle East? He'll be there. It's like a two to three year project, but we're not totally like sure on specifics yet. And you're going to move here with him, right? Probably, yes. Oh, oh okay, good. <laughs> I thought you were going to be here and then he's going to be there. We uh, we thought about that, yeah. but back before we decided to get married, uh-huh. when he said that this was a possibility, I just was like, well, let me just get my suitcase, you know, let me get ready and I'll just go with you. Like, I I couldn't imagine him not being here with me. I know, really. I mean, really, really wet. Yeah. When I, even before we got married, though, I just, we were still dating. Like, we, we talked about getting married, but even just in the dating phase, whenever I would think about him leaving and not being here, I was just so upset. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. I just, one night we were meeting each other to run at uh, Chiang Kai-shek just to go for a run. And I texted him. I was like, hey, meet me 10 minutes earlier. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. And he's like, okay. So I did. And I said, hey, I'm just going to go with you. How about that? Mm-hmm. You're going to go. I'm going to go too. And he's like, okay, all right. <laughs> okay. So is this a sure thing? He's going to be. His- yeah. 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 It's a sure thing. Okay. He's going. So. Wow. So then get experience a totally new country. Exactly. All I'm, right. I'm, I'm excited, but yeah. terrified at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is amazing. Let's talk a little bit about why this um, yoga instruction thing on the side. Sure. Was it an interest of yours? I've been interested in yoga since I was in college. I actually like had a fight with depression back my junior year of college. I was having a really rough time and... I needed something and a friend of mine posted on Facebook about how much she loved this cardio yoga DVD that she did by a famous trainer. And I was like, I know that trainer. I'm going to go out and buy this. And I did. I got in my car and drove to our local Walmart and picked it up. And Mm. I went home and I did it. It wasn't just straight yoga. It was like yoga poses with some cardio included Uh but that was my first introduction to yoga and i i loved loved it it. you're listening to in the spotlight with shirley lynn i mean people know me i always think that yoga is so strenuous it's it's hard to do so I've tried yoga mm-hmm. and I just gave up. You know? Oh, you should try again. <laughs> really? That's what people tell me, but I still you, find it's really hard. You absolutely should try again. I mean, there are a lot of different styles of yoga. Maybe 
you didn't have the right teacher or you didn't have the right style, but I highly encourage you to try again. Mm, yeah, because I need to do some kind of exercise, you know, because mm-hmm. I know when I get a little lethargic over work, then I say, oh, I'm lacking exercise. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know, I, 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 it's hard for me to also make it a regular thing. Right. So that's I my understand. problem here. But yeah. anyway, mm-hmm. you actually just doing that as a hobby, like on a weekend, on right. like Sunday mornings. Right. And yeah, how many I, students do you have? Um, on Sundays, uh, you know, it's been, I get like maybe 12 to 15 people okay. just on the balcony at Chiang Kai-shek. They, they just kind of like by word of mouth, I guess. Well, I post on Facebook regularly. Oh. Like I have my own little yoga page on Facebook and I have a group. Oh, you have your yoga page. I do okay. have a yoga page. I got the idea to do it when I did my yoga teacher training in Kaohsiung. Like the, in Kaohsiung, they have a yogi group. And I, as far as I knew, there wasn't one in Taipei. So I just said, hey, I'm going to make one. I'm going to make a group. Uh-huh. And I did. And we've got like 300 people in it. So you also spent some time in Kaohsiung? Uh, just for a teacher training. I was just there for two weeks. But I oh. have been to Kaohsiung. Wow, you're serious. You went down there for teacher's training? Mm-hmm. For, okay. for yoga, yeah. Like, right. I'm a certified yoga instructor. It's oh. not just... I don't just do this, like, as a hobby for fun. Like, I've, I've done two teacher trainings. One in Kaohsiung, one in India. I'm, I'm legit. Oh, in <laughs> India. Oh, yes. Okay, got it. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, that is great. But... Actually, using the Chiang Kai-shek Memorial Hall mm-hmm. outdoors mm-hmm. and, you know, you don't need to rent a space. And right. It's just right there. Actually, yeah. a lot of things happen uh, in the, the Memorial Hall. Right. It's a huge place. And I'm sure there are other people who do like dances and Tai Chi and whatnot. So. There, there are so many groups and um, I always have to get there like 30 minutes early to try and find a spot <laughs> because there are so many, you know, kids dancing or people doing Tai Chi or just anything and everything. And that's what I love about going to Chiang Kai-shek to, to do this. There's, it's just a big space that everyone shares. It's huge. It's but huge. are you saying that Sunday mornings, it, it really gets so packed? Because it's a really big place that you have to get there early well, enough to get a spot well, for yourself. I, I like to be on the balcony so there's a little oh. bit of cover from the sun so sure. we're not we're not just like right out in the middle of the square yeah that, I, I mean I, I feel like I would feel a little uncomfortable yeah but sometimes you know if I can't get a space on the balcony I will go like right on the ground level right beside the stairs and you know people will stop and look and take a picture or two and <laughs> I don't mind that I don't mm. mind I, I feel like there must be so many pictures of me doing yoga at Chiang Kai-shek on the internet by people that I've never even met before. You seem to be enjoying your life and your, your new identity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that is really exciting. Well, how do you find the food here? I love the food. <laughs> I love you. the food here. I mean, there are some things that I will not eat. I don't eat stinky tofu, okay. number one. Did you ever try it though? I did try okay. it. Okay. I tried it in a restaurant, so the smell wasn't like so overwhelming. Okay. But I, I won't eat stinky tofu. I don't like the, um, what do you call it, the thousand year eggs. Uh, I don't yeah. like those either. Okay, they're the black. The black eggs, I like <laughs> those. But honestly, like beef noodles is one of my favorite things. Beef mm. noodles, spicy hot pot, ghee pie, I, I love I love the, the what the fried chicken the fried chicken cutlets. yeah oh, mm-hmm. okay <laughs> and honestly I will try anything mm. my husband does that to me he orders something and I'm just like what what is that he's like no try it try it and I was like mm, all right I'll try it 
Yeah. And then, okay, that's enough. I tried it. I don't need to eat it ever again. <laughs> oh, that is cool. And the convenience mm-hmm. here in Taiwan. It's great. I, I mean, yeah, compared yeah. to you've been in China before. So mm-hmm. you do, yeah, feel that it's a lot more convenient here. I really do think it's much more convenient. Like, I, I did live in a big city in China and there was buses and taxis everywhere. But I just feel like living in Taipei is easier People here are so friendly and so helpful. I've been here for four years. And sometimes, you know, if I get to the MRT station, I take out my phone, I look around like, oh, I need to find the exit. Someone will come up to me and say, are you okay? Do you need some help? And I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you. But no, I'm okay. I'm okay. That would never happen in China. That never happened to me once in China. That happens to me. That happened to me last week uh-huh. here. Someone came up to me to ask me if I needed help at the 7-Eleven to print my picture. I couldn't remember which one. My my reading Chinese is okay, right. but I just couldn't remember which one it was. And she just came up to me and, do you need help? Can I help? I was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. So are you still like taking Chinese classes on the side or you don't think you're... You need that. You've got your husband. I mean, I absolutely need that. I do need that. I just... But do you have time for it I don't have time. That's the thing. I just really don't have time. I I used to take a class that I really enjoyed. It's just the timing wasn't... It wasn't good. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start looking around again for a private teacher. Oh, you are? I am. I feel like I I work better that way, like a one-on-one, maybe once or twice a week. I think that's the best way for me to do it. You wouldn't look to your husband to do that? (laughs) He's amazing and good at many things but every time I ask him Ellington speak Chinese to me speak Chinese to me we'll talk for a minute and then I say okay what does that mean and then we just go back to English so it's <laughs> I feel like I should I should find someone an outside teacher yeah yeah <laughs> well um, I'm gonna pop you a question here um, sure. it's one of those where I say what's the first thing you think of when mm-hmm. I say blah 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 and okay. you try to give me an answer related to Taiwan sure so what's the first thing you think of when I say a place to have leisure in Taipei, my favorite place for that is the Lin Family Garden in Benchao. I went there before I moved to Taipei just as a tourist, and I loved it. I took my mom there when she came to visit in October. Just It was far, but I think it's really nice out there. Everything there is so old, uh-huh. and it's just so pretty, and it's never been super crowded. Like You can just walk around, stroll around. There's little bridges, and it's great for taking photos, and... There's no, like, it's free. Mm -hmm. There's no time limit. I'm not pushed. I'm not hurried. I'm not bothered by shopkeepers or anything like that. Mm. It's just, it's really nice. Yes, the Lynn Garden. Um, You know, my last name is Lynn. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who knows? It could have been my ancestors' ancestors. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, but it's a a great place where they preserved everything that's Mm -hmm. very historical. The buildings, you know, the houses, the bridges. I mean, and there's green everywhere. And Mm -hmm. then stones, all these uh, stones and rocks everywhere Mm -hmm. too. It's a a great place to have a nice stroll. Thank you so much. So it's been a joy talking to you. Thank you for having um, me. Yeah, no problem. And good luck with everything. Thank you including enjoy your marriage. Thank you. I I will. (laughs) Okay. Thanks. Mm -hmm. 